0: God you're called to worship tonight It's from Luke chapter 2, verse 8, which is also in your order of service, if you have one in front of you. And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field keeping watch over their flocks by night, and an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. For unto you this is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. Lord God, our Father, as we enter into worship tonight, we pray that everything that happens in this service would be acceptable in your sight. We pray for the forgiveness of our sins and that you would fill our hearts with such a grace as that we would willingly forgive others. We pray, Lord God, that we would come to a new and deeper understanding of the things that you've done for us, the salvation that is offered to us, the grace that is given to us. We praise you and thank you for all of these things in the name of Jesus Christ, amen.
1: Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 through 7. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and of peace there will be no end, on the throne of David and over his kingdom, to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness. From this time forth and forevermore, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Philippians chapter 2, verses 5-10 Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who though He was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but made Himself nothing, taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. And being found in human form, He humbled Himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that above every name so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. Oh, Do you, you want to say something?
2: Say amen. Amen. <laughs>
3: You said 45 minutes? I
0: think I said four or five minutes. Oh, I thought
3: you said 45, (laughs) my bad. When Chris asked me to do this, he asked most of the elders to talk about a hymn or a Christmas carol, and I couldn't think of one in particular until I thought of an incident years and years ago. Luanne used to sing our middle son when he was getting ready to go take a nap or go to bed, she would sing Away in a Manger to him. So he was about a year old and we were having a Christmas program at church and I don't remember if Luann was singing it or if the choir sang it but I was watching Ryan and Clay and as soon as Away in a Manger started he went berserk. (laughs) No, no, nap. No, no, nap. (laughs) He thought he was fixing to take a nap. <laughs> so that's why I picked this song. <laughs> and the origin of it, in 1885, it was published in a Lutheran Sunday school book. It was edited in 1892 by Charles Gabriel and was set to music by Charles Gabriel in 1895. No, William Kirkpatrick. But. I want to start, let's look at John chapter 1. You may or may not know about this. Chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God, all things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and life was the light of men. The dark light, dark light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. Now, though I know this from Bible study fellowship, the word when it says in the beginning was the word, the word, the Greek word used is logos, which means Jesus Christ. So Jesus Christ was in the beginning and formed the world. And we all know that this is from Luke. Chapter two, I think. Yes, let me find it. Where is it? Somebody help me. Luke two, what? Ah, the birth of Jesus, Luke two. <coughs> and went to register each to his own. And Joseph also went up from Galilee from the town of Nazareth to Judea to the city of Bethlehem, which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and lineage of David to be registered with Mary, his patrol, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came and she gave birth and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no place in the end. to do with my definition of a manger. Anyway, a manger was made out of wood or made out of stone and it was used to feed horses, donkeys, oxen. So the best we know that Jesus was born in a stable. And I started with John 1 to let you know that the creator of the universe took human form and came down to this earth an incarnate birth was done to a lowly couple that didn't have any money, and he was born in a stable. How many here have had to clean out a stable? Yeah, uh, all my family. <laughs> you don't know? You can come down. We'll show you. You know what's in a stable, right? That's where you feed them, and then they do other things in the stable. So think about that tonight. The creator of the universe came down in human form and was born in a manger, in a stable, the lowest of the low, poor. Not the warrior king that the Jews wanted. He took our form. How many of us could do that? Go from being the creator of everything to come down here and be born in a stable. And I'm not going to sing it for you, so... (laughs)
0: Go ahead. Well, we'll sing it together. Number 204 in your hymnal. Please rise and we'll sing together. (laughs)
2: be <laughs>
1: Isaiah 40, verse 28. Do you not know, have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. This is from Galatians 4, verses 4 through 5. But when the fullness of the time came, God sent forth his Son, born of a woman, born under the law, so that he might redeem those who were under the law. That we might receive the adoption as sons.
4: Okay, so we're, we're gonna be doing number 221 Low, How a Rose Air Blooming. This is my first foray into expositing on a hymn, so your patience is greatly appreciated. Now, this hymn originally came from Germany around 1500. No one actually knows who wrote the words. The music is a traditional German melody, which about 100 years later was set to the arrangement we know now by uh, Michael Pretorius, a uh, composer. Uh, The English translations came later, around the late 1800s, 1875, 1894, 1914. So, but what's it all about? Well, like every good Christmas carol, it's about Jesus, about his coming foretold and then fulfilled. So let's look at it. Uh, These are the verses. Lo, how a rose air blooming from tender stem hath sprung. That's Jesus. Of Jesse's lineage coming as men of old have sung. So Jesus is the son of David, who is Jesse's son. Now that's from Isaiah 11.1. There shall come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse, and a branch from his roots shall bear fruit. That's Jesus. The Apostle Paul references Isaiah in Romans fifteen twelve, And again, Isaiah says, the root of Jesse will come. That's Jesus. Even he who arises to rule the Gentiles, in him will the Gentiles hope. It's Jesus again. Now, Paul goes on to encourage us by saying, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. Moving on with the... Uh, with the hymn Uh, it came a flower it's bright amid the cold of winter when half spent was the night so brightness in the night sounds to me like the glory of the Lord surrounding certain shepherds abiding in the fields keeping watch over their flocks by night or it could be referencing Isaiah 9-2 the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light those who dwelt in the land of darkness on them has light shone and who's that light? it's Jesus and the half-spent night, I think that's the time before his coming. But moving on. Isaiah, t'was foretold it, the rose I have in mind. So Isaiah seven fourteen. Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. And then Isaiah 9, 6, which we've already read. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder. And his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor. Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. So Jesus, 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 and Jesus. With Mary we behold it, the virgin mother kind. Now for that, we're going to look to Luke 1, 26 and following. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to the city of Galilee named Nazareth uh, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. Moving on with the hymn, to show God's love aright, she bore to men a Savior when half spent was the night. So Matthew 1.20, an angel of the Lord appeared to him, that's Joseph, in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. So the shepherds heard the story proclaimed by angels bright how Christ, the Lord of glory, was born on earth this night. To Bethlehem they sped, and in the manger found him, as the angel herald said. That's straight out of Luke 2, 8 and following. We've already read it. We're going to read it again. shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes lying in a manger and suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace goodwill toward men and it came to pass as the angels were gone away from them into heaven the shepherds said to one another let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass which the Lord has made known unto us and they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in the manger, just as the angel has said.
0: So this flower,
4: whose fragrance tender with sweetness fills the air, dispels with glorious splendor the darkness everywhere. So that for this we'll go to John eight twelve. And again Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And then John 12, 46, Jesus said, I've come into the world as light so that whoever believes in me may not remain in darkness. True man, yet very God. John 1, 1, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. John 1.14. and the word became flesh. And dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory. Glory as of the Son from the Father. Full of grace and truth. From sin and death he saves us. And lightens every load. So Romans 6.23. For the wages of sin is death. But the free gift of God is eternal life. In Christ Jesus our Lord. And then Matthew 11.28. Jesus said come to me all who labor. And are heavy laden. And I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am meek and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Now, in our hymnals, the, the hymn ends with a prayer, so we'll, we'll pray the, the hymn. O oh, Savior, child of Mary, who felt our human woe, O oh, Savior, King of glory, who dost our weakness know, bring us at length, we pray, to the bright courts of heaven and to the endless day. We ask that in Jesus' name. Amen
0: you, Michael. Now this hymn is uh, hard. <laughs> so Miss Ramona Fredman is going to go through the first, uh, uh, singing the first verse for us, and then we'll all come in together in verses 2 through 5.
3: First Timothy 1 Timothy 1:15 through 17. Here's a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the worst. But for that reason, I was shown mercy, so that in me, the worst of sinners, Christ Jesus might display his immense patience as an example for those who would believe in him and receive eternal life. Now to the eternal now to the king, immortal, invisible,
4: the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever.
5: Well, this uh, is Silent Night. It's uh, in your hymnal, uh, page 210. It was written in the 1800s by a fellow named Franz Gruber. And I recently saw that, um, um, you know, there's the movie Die Hard, uh, which has Hans Gruber uh, in there as the bad guy. I don't think they're related. (laughs) But, um, you know, just in case you're wondering. um, So it begins, silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright, round yon virgin, mother and child. If you go back to Genesis 3.15... That's called the Proto-Evangelon. So you have the coming of the seed, that would be Jesus, the seed, and the the stamping or the, the crushing of the head of Satan. And that's in Genesis 3.15. So there's the prophecy that Moses writes at the very beginning almost of Genesis, who would defeat Death and defeat sin and that he would be our holy sacrifice. Says holy infant so tender and mild sleep in heavenly peace sleep in heavenly peace. And as uh, Mark said earlier that Jesus is Lord over all. He is the creator along with the Father and the Spirit. Jesus is the creator of all. As, as Mark read in John 1. And in the passing of time, the will of God fulfilled the prophecy of the coming Savior to be born of a virgin and be Savior of His people. That's found in Isaiah 7 and Isaiah 9. He is the Savior of the world, doing all the will of God in righteousness and in holiness so that we will be the holy people of God through Jesus. The theme of Silent Night re- revolves around the serene and holy and peaceful uh, atmosphere of the night of Jesus Christ's birth. The carol describes a tranquil uh, scene with a sense of calm and serenity as the Virgin Mary and Joseph. Uh, They're in the barn, and Jesus is residing in the manger, as as Mark said. It's the feeding trough. This uh, carol captures the quiet and holy beauty of that sacred moment, emphasizing the peaceful and uh, in the significance of the birth of the Savior. And this theme of peace reflects the profound significance of Jesus' birth, symbolizing hope harmony and the promise of salvation central to the christian message jesus entered the world to bring peace between god and man jesus entered the world to one day say that his people are the holy ones of god because jesus is the holy one of israel the stanza that says heavenly hosts sing hallelujah There are several places in Scripture where heaven rejoices at events on earth. One is when a sinner repents and comes into the kingdom. Another is creation itself rejoices because the Lord reigns. Another is the coming of Jesus into the world. And another is when God judges. All heaven rejoices. And lastly, holiness is a large theme in the carol because holiness has physically entered the world as a baby to fulfill the uh, prophecy written by the saints in the Old Testament. Holiness will grow up to serve uh, people in Israel. And Jesus still serves people to this day through the Holy Spirit.
0: God, please rise as we sing Silent Night number 210 in your hymnals. song will be O Holy Night, which has a very controversial history in the Christian faith. You might not know the background, but the person that wrote the song was of questionable theological designation, and uh, not only that, but the Catholic Church sang it first, so it was illegal to, cer- to sing it in certain countries for many years after it was written. They would like, I don't know what they would do with that, just come into church and like arrest people for singing, but... Uh, but anyway, the song has grown on people through time because it communicates something in a special way for a special purpose at a special time. Basically, you can't keep a good song down. If you go through the history of the great hymns, most of them were written by people of questionable theological lineage. Uh, and I always think to myself, I don't care who wrote it, it's God's song now. They might have thought they had to market on that kind of thing, but they can't keep it. In regard to this, We're celebrating the time of Christ's birth, but knowing full well who he became through time and what he did and what he accomplished. One of the greatest psalms on that is from Psalm 22. To the choir master, according to the tune of the Doe of the Dawn, but it's a psalm of David. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from saving me? The words of my groaning. Oh my God, I cry by day, but you do not answer by night, but I find no rest. Yet you are holy, enthroned in the praises of Israel. In you, our fathers trusted. They trusted you, and you delivered them. To you, they cried and were rescued. In you, they trusted and were not put to shame. But now I'm a worm, not even a man. Scorned by mankind and despised by the people. All who see me mock me. They make their mouths at me. They wag their heads. He trusts in the Lord. Let the Lord deliver him. Let him rescue him, for he delights in him. Yet you are he who took me from the womb. You made me trust in you, even at my mother's breast. On you I was cast from my birth. And from my mother's womb, you have been my God. Be not far from me, for trouble is near, and there is none to help. Many bulls encompass me. Strong bulls of Bashan surround me. They open wide their mouths at me and are ravening like a roaring lion. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint, and my heart is like wax, and it is melted within my breast. My strength is dried up like a potsherd, and my tongue sticks to my jaws. You lay me down into the dust of death. For dogs are around me, a company of evildoers and me. They have pierced my hands and my feet. I can count all my bones. They stare and gloat over me. They divide my garments among themselves, casting lots. But you, O Lord, do not be far off. O you, my help, come quickly to my aid. Deliver my soul from the sword, my precious life from the power of the dog. You saved me from the mouth of the lions. You rescued me from the horns of the wild oxen. So I will tell your name to my brothers. In the midst of the congregation, I will praise you. You who fear the Lord, praise him. All you offspring of Jacob, glorify him. And stand in awe of him, all you offspring of Israel. For he has not despised or abhorred the affliction of the afflicted. And he has not hidden his face from him. He has heard when he cried to him. for kingship belongs to the Lord and he rules over the nations. All the prosperous of the earth shall eat and worship. Before him shall bow all who go down to the dust, even the one who could not keep himself alive. Posterity shall serve him and it shall be told of the Lord in the coming generations. They shall come and proclaim his righteousness to a people yet unborn, for he has accomplished it. Now the thing is, even him talking And we can see the analogy that comes through the prophet David and comes to Christ of that time on the cross and even before the cross when he felt abandoned by old people waiting for the deliverance that was coming from God. And we get several of these deliverance analogies in scripture, even Moses and the people waiting in slavery for 430 years for the coming of the Lord. And the coming of the Lord came in a sense in Moses when he delivered the people. And the coming of the Lord came, in a sense, with David when he delivered the people from the Philistines and even in Hezekiah. And then they were waiting for that one perfect, preordained, fixed time and place when the Lord would truly visit his people. When he was born of a virgin on that night. Michael and Ramona. Pose on you for one more? Which one? 208. <laughs> All day, my biggest fear was that Mark Paris would get up here and do an exposition of Jingle Bell Rock, or was it? <laughs> what? Rocking around the Christmas tree? It? Either one. I was
3: going to do either one. Yeah, well,
0: here's the thing if you can pull it off, you know, I mean, I've seen some people tie some verses together if they have to, you know. It could have happened. This one is about the church. When it says, come all you faithful, I know Christians are humble people, and I'm not saying that to blow smoke. It is true. We've already been humble. If you've admitted your need for Christ and that you are not good enough in yourself and you need salvation from another, you've already kind of been broken a little bit. So when it says faithful here, it doesn't mean all the good people instead of the bad people. It means the people that have faith. Come you that have faith. Come To Bethlehem, come and see the Lord of glory, who you already have in your heart and mind, and now see him with your spirit also. So let's go ahead and close out the night by rising and singing this song, Come, all ye faithful, having in mind who it is that we come to. 208 in your hymnal.
5: In prayer, bow your heads, please. Gracious Heavenly Father, we adore you and praise you and thank you for your goodness bringing us here. Uh, we also thank you for Jesus, uh, born of a virgin, fulfilling prophecy, and He will return again to be on earth and to rule over all as He does now in heaven. We thank you for this Christmas season. We ask that you would uh, bless all our families and continue to help us uh, walk in your way. And thank you for this church that you have uh, given us to come as a family and worship together. And we pray all these good things, and uh, we thank you for them. Uh, In Jesus' name, amen. 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 You are dismissed.
0: I wasn't sure if John was going to read
5: Yeah, I'm sorry. I tried to get him. Maybe. I just didn't want to leave him out. So I had to read it there, but uh, okay. I didn't going to do it. Yeah.